Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hands-On Safety. We're glad to be back, as always, to bring y'all another great show. We do not have any special guests today, but hopefully we will have some again soon. We do have George. Hey, everybody. And Megan. Hello, everyone. And today, I thought we'd do a bit of a recap on some of the shows that we've done so far. Um, I don't. It's Throwback Sunday. <laughs> throwback Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Um, so I know we've certainly got favorite shows that we've done in the past. I know I do for sure. Um, I've definitely learned some things from some of our shows. And so we thought today that we would bring y'all uh, a few of our favorite episodes and just talk a little bit about why they're our favorites. So Megan, would you like to go first? Oh, we're putting me on the spot first, are Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Oh. All right. All right. All right. So I struggled with this. I really had to think about it and because I've enjoyed a few of our episodes and I've come up with three that have been my favorite. Um, so the first on my list is the uh, emergency contacts episode. I believe it was episode two. Mm-hmm. Um. I personally like this episode because I find that being able to contact somebody in a potentially dangerous situation that you might be in is important. So you know that you're not alone and also that, you know, you can contact somebody if you need help, you know, it's always good to ask for help. Um, I just found it a bit. Hold on a second. Simba, come here. Simba is, would like to be on the show today. <laughs> I forgot to take her bell off. It's Leave okay. it in there. Leave it in there. <laughs> She'll, uh, she, she can stay on the show. It's all good. <laughs> that um, while you're doing that, that is that was one of mine as well. Um, I really liked that we had so many options for contacting people, whether it was to you know send somebody our location or be able to quickly, you know, with one touch of a button, call that person or know that if we were in an emergency situation, that first responders could look at our phones and find out what our emergency contacts were and get a hold of those people. And, and it was a, it was a favorite for me as well, because it was the first episode that I sat down and listened to with my dad. And he actually tried to follow the steps of what we were talking about to set up the emergency contacts on his phone. And my dad is not very tech savvy. So to watch him do that um, just really made me excited that he was trying it and that we were bringing that to someone um, who does not have a disability. And so it kind of made me feel like, you know, there are certain aspects of our show that are definitely for everybody, whether you have a disability or not. I know disability is one of our main focuses, but it really is. Some of the stuff is for everybody. That was one of my other favorite parts too, is I actually got my mom to listen to the episode as well recently because she's always out and about and doing stuff. And, you know, sometimes at night my area can be a little, uh, can be a little sketchy. So um, I think it's, I think it's just really handy for anybody to have access to emergency services right on your phone or your watch or just in general access to help if you so need it. And especially with emergency SOS on the iPhones, I know not everybody is an iPhone user, but it can not only call emergency services, but it can also alert your 
emergency contacts if you have them set up. So yeah, I like that. And gives you updated locations of where you might be and stuff to your emergency contacts. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, definitely. All right. What is your pick number two? Uh, So number two, I would have to say would be the shopping episode we did. It was the shopping for the holidays episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that was number, I don't even remember what number number was. Number nine. Okay. For some reason I was thinking seven, but I I don't know why I was thinking that. (laughs) And I only know this because I just recently went back and looked at all the show notes and show. We've done so many episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I know this is number 16. It's crazy. Um, So yeah, number nine, um, I've always been interested in, you know, shopping safely and different things like that, because I've just heard so many stories of people having cards stolen or money stolen while they're shopping or their card info scanned mm-hmm. and whatnot as somebody walks by. And so I've always been so conscious about that. And I found it just, I learned some things from that episode. And also I was able to give my personal experience on that episode. So I, I just really enjoyed that episode. Awesome. Do you want to do a third one or you want to stop there? I know you did have a third pick. Well, I'll let you pick a second one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. George, would you like to go next or you want to, you want us to save you for last? Uh, you know, what? I'll, whatever. I'm in there. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking over the list like you did. Um, making good choices, I think, was a good one. Mm-hmm. The idea of, you know, being safe when you're going out and stuff like that, you know, you know, proper just making good proper decisions, uh, pre-party plans. I would think things like that are important because that's most relevant for a lot of people going out and you're encountering people, encountering people that, you know, you may not necessarily know. Example, I was out the other day and I'm, I'm not sure, but like several girls and a guy and they were like, you know what, you watch our drinks and I said to the guy, I'm like, I hope they know this guy. Right. You know, people don't do these things. It's It's like. It's very simple. And here in Savannah, you can walk outside with the con- open container mm-hmm. downtown. So there's no excuse for you leaving your drink for any reason, as right. far as I'm concerned. But people still do these things. So I think that's very relevant. It doesn't matter if you're sighted or blind, it's, but it's just crazy. People don't you know, pay heed to these things. I think that's one the, um, that I think I like because of that one. So I think it was like number 14 on that yeah, one. Yeah, I think so. That was 14. Yeah. 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 I think the last one's in uh, talking about travel, mm-hmm. especially as we're trying to get back to the uh, things being normal or abnormal. Um, so now you look at it, <laughs> you know, but just you know, making smart decisions again. So I think many, many, most of our shows are about ideas and tactics and techniques, you know, and notions of doing things that will set you up for success in the uh, event that something happens uh, that will set you up for failure. You know, so yeah, definitely. Yep. Really good ones. I um I think the travel one was a big one for me because I do travel so much. And so um I knew a lot of things uh from that episode when we talked about it, but I, I learned some things too. So that was always good. That was one of my favorite ones too. I actually kind of forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> It was very hard for me to narrow it down. I, yeah, I really, I, had, I so probably came up with a, probably liked. about six or seven that were my top, but I wanted to break it down to three. Right. 
Yeah. So I, I wouldn't bore you guys all day. <laughs> well, you know, we could recap them all and <laughs> spend a couple of hours on that. But um, <laughs> I, for me, oh man, it, it was a toss up between several episodes, but I think my number one pick would be um, the episode that we did on campus safety. Uh, and I believe it's episode number six where, you know, we talked about the different ways to prepare yourself when you're going off to college and, and figuring out the best ways to be safe while traveling on campus at night or, you know, learning about the, the different options that your college campus has like escort services and, and the uh, call boxes around campus and what to look for. The escort um, services. Whoa. whoa what college <laughs> you go to? <laughs> what hey, kind of college is that? Southeastern Conference, baby. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Got to pay for tuition somehow, I guess. That's but, right. Uh, well, <laughs> as long as you're safe. I did not work for the escort service. Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> okay. As long as you're safe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> so let me clarify that <laughs> um, college campuses often offer police escorts or they have a security service that they offer uh, escorts to people who may be walking across campus at night, whether you're you feel uncomfortable, you know, walking across a dark parking lot, because often on campuses you have areas where, you know, as um, if you are driving, you may have to park quite a ways away from the building. And, um, you know, there are some programs that where you're working on campus till late at night, or you might be at the library and have to walk through the parking deck or uh, across part of the campus to get back to your car or walk back to your dorm. And so um, they frequently do offer services in the evenings or at night uh, after the buses stop running where campus security will come and escort you wherever you need to go to help you get there safely if you don't feel comfortable going on your own. <clears throat> um, and that episode was really, for me, that was the one, being on a college campus is really where I started thinking about safety and spending a lot of time focusing on those things that would make me feel safe because I was frequently walking across campus early in the mornings or in the middle of the night because of the program that I was in. And um, so it was very forefront in my mind while I was in college. And we also talked about rideshare services in that episode. And that's something that I take on a regular basis, um, maybe not weekly, but I'm certainly using services like Uber Lyft every month and being able to trust that I can accurately identify whether or not the person that's there to pick me up is an Uber or Lyft driver or um, feel safe when I'm getting in a stranger's car is, is very important to me. So that had to be probably my number one episode. And I think the one I learned the most from was um, episode 11 that we did on taxes. Um, I certainly knew that there were programs out there that offered free tax prep depending on your income, such as United Way. But I didn't know about some of the IRS's programs and other sites out there that you could use, whether or not you were preparing your own or looking for free assistance to help you prepare your taxes and the information about how to find a reputable tax preparer. And some of the fraud that happens around paying taxes was another 
a great episode for me because I, I learned quite a bit from that one. I would have to say that the campus safety one made me learn a lot about, you know, and make me start thinking about campus safety and different things like that. Because, I mean, I know there is security on campus, but it gave me a bit more of an idea and an idea of what to look for when looking to go to school. And now that I'm entering back into the school world, mm-hmm. um, it's one of the things that are at the top of my mind. Right. So I found that episode quite informative as well. Yeah. So what kind of things will you be doing as you go back to school? Um, I know you will be attending classes in person. So what, what kind of things are you looking for when you go to school? Well, my I'm going to be going during the day. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to have to worry about at night stuff, most likely. Um, okay. But I'm going to ask you know, on campus and different things like that, where if there's emergency buttons and if where they are, and I'm going to have them show me when I'm doing a tour at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to ask, you know, where security is and I'm going to learn all those things, you know, when I get there. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's a pretty small campus that I'm going to. So those are just a couple of things I get that I know I'm going to look for and, you know, how I can get a hold of security and different things like that. Before that episode, I probably wouldn't have even thought to ask those questions. So mm-hmm. now I know. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Definitely. Um, always yeah. a good thing. We we'll always have to battle. That's right. <laughs> G.I. Joe. <laughs> I was going to um, say for all you G.I. Yeah. Joe fans out there. <laughs> have, you had, have you heard any input from uh, our fans? Oh, yeah, all three of them. Uh <laughs> about uh you know what shows you know have you actually have you had any input from anybody saying they like certain shows i have not had any input um from anybody who is um you know just a fan or people that i know are listeners um jason of course uh, is the one that um wrote our theme song and so he said that he likes any episode uh, that has our theme song in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's good. That's so, all of but them? he might be slightly biased. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's a little biased there. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen any really thing on social media. I'm trying to bump up our social media presence a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, posting, you know, links to previous episodes and some safety tips here and there. So I think we're at 15 followers on Twitter and Ooh, I th- wow. believe we have, we have about over a hundred followers on the Facebooks. So yeah, I, I believe we have about 139 on Facebook. And um, so, you know, be looking for those tips and um, links to past episodes on our Facebook page. It's um, hands on safety podcast on Facebook and on Twitter, it's at hands underscore safety. And of course we will have that information in the show notes as well. But I, I've not heard, um, I've gotten feedback from, from some listeners on episodes or just in general on the show, but not on any episodes in particular, I don't think. Yeah. I'm about that. Yeah. So hopefully if we can get some more, if uh, I'm trying with the social media stuff. So, <laughs> and of course we always want to hear from our listeners, um, either through our social media sites or through our email address, which is feedback at hands on safety.net. And so please 
give us a shout about episodes that you've enjoyed in the past or episodes that uh, of topics that you'd like to see from us in the future. Um, we hope to be doing some follow-up episodes coming up soon on our, our show about the concealed carry license. That was some feedback I got. Jim said that he really enjoyed the episode he was in. So, <laughs> um, We uh, hope to have another episode on that soon with the, the person that gave TJ the concealed carry test and um, who's a police officer and, and talk to him more about things that we should be looking for or expecting when we interact with the police, you know, after, after something's happened and hopefully we never have to do that. But if we do have to defend ourselves, then um, the police will most certainly be involved. And so knowing what to expect from that and, and how to talk to the police is, is an important step uh, to this whole process, being prepared and knowing how to handle things afterward as well as during. Yeah, it's actually, I think it'll probably be an interesting uh, episode that we do. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really important. Uh, there's been mishaps that have happened with uh, the blind and deaf community with police officers. Um, also, other people with some disabilities. Uh, I think some agencies are not caught up on the reality that everyone is not, you know, what they perceive it to be. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be an issue, I think, uh, in the next couple of years as more people are embracing the idea of uh, diversity of all types. I think the law enforcement needs to catch up with that. Yeah. So that's going to be an important thing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. So is there anything else that y'all would like to talk about today? <laughs> well, Megan didn't get to pick a third one. Oh, oh well, go well, for go it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Speak <laughs> up. <laughs> I was letting you guys talk, too. I didn't want to okay. hog the show. Oh. <laughs> Please hog the show. <laughs> like you always do. Come on, you right. Yeah, right? Oh, yes. I'm a show hog every time. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I would probably say I learned a lot from our our fourth episode, I believe. It was mm -hmm. emergency preparedness mm -hmm. for our natural disaster emergency preparedness. Um, there's been a lot of forest fires here recently within Alberta. Not, thankfully, not where I am, but also in BC as well. And there's mm -hmm. been a lot of people who've lost their homes and different things like that, but they have not had a chance to get anything. So they've like, completely lost everything. Mm -hmm. um, so it's made me really think back onto that episode and maybe say that, hey, I need to make something like that i'm in an apartment building somebody could light their kitchen on fire and suddenly poof you know you never know so right um having a little emergency prepared kit emergency per that word <laughs> my dog is distracting me i'm sorry she's <laughs> wanting okay <laughs> she's wanting to join in the show today yep <laughs> put her on put her Be on part give her opinion <laughs> yep She's she's reminding me that I need to take her and her toys with me in my emergency preparedness. <laughs> yes, <kit>. well, yes. <laughs> yes, she is absolutely. We did mention that too. Didn't we? I think yeah, we that, did Leslie talk about, about it. yeah bowls, extra water, you know, the little lay thing, chewy things. Yeah, so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, having an emergency prep uh, kit for myself Puppies. and my dog. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just 
recently things have been happening here with the fires and stuff that had made me really think about, okay, I really need to do that. You know, I need to stop putting it off, stop forgetting about it. And I just need to do it. Yeah, I know. I I was uh, telling Megan before the show, I, every time, you know, we hear that a hurricane is coming, I think, huh, I should probably get that kit put together (laughs) or it's here. Well, I guess I'll do it next time. And it's (laughs) right. Um, And I, Every time, you know, we have a bad storm or a hurricane come closer, think about heading this way. It, I think about it, but then, of course, it slips my mind. So it's something I really should devote more time to. Shouldn't we all? <laughs> put it, you know, put it just at the forefront of my <laughs> priorities. And we need to talk about preparedness, which I think is uh, about this time, I think, uh, last year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was, I yeah, think. Cause, yeah, because hurricane season. And I, actually, I'd say I like that one because, like you just said, um, I do it every year. Oh, I need to get my kit together and this and that. And I don't get my kit together. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's one of the things I think that you know, practice what you preach. Uh, but you always think that I have time. I have time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you never really have time for un- for the unexpected. Yeah. You know, so I think that's no. also a good one because uh, I think that's important, particularly, um, you know, we talk about safety, but safety is not always physical, you know, defense. It's the, the process of preparing for uh, what could possibly be your, your worst day. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what it is when it comes to safety. It's not just there's physical safety, there's personal safety, there's, you know, um, I guess emergency safety, I guess you go. So different ways you can you can talk about safety. So I think I'm glad that we talk about the other things than, you know, well, if, if a robber comes by, you know, because um, other things are just as important and are possible as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but the, the, that one was a really good one because of the information there about getting little packs together and stuff for your dogs and your cats and, you know, whomever, you know. And, you know, that's um that's a big one for those of us who live here in the South, um, especially with the hurricanes. And, of course, there are other areas of the country that that get hit by other things, tornadoes or um, fires or earthquakes. But um, that was that was a big one for me, too, because I have lived it all my life in that shadow of hurricane season every year and, you know, tornado season in the spring. And yet, I still have not put together a kit. So, <laughs> and I think I think uh, Lowe's or a Home Depot, at least around here, uh, they have like sometimes they have events where they have people, you know, kind of they can come and get their little supplies or whatever. And mm-hmm. Some people sponsor them. So, say so look out for those. You can find some uh, events like that where this business encourage you to do it or help you with your kits or actually go online and find kits or what find you kits, need. Yeah. yeah. Find find out find out what you need to put in your kits. Really not that hard to do. Just take your time, you know, spend the money to do the things. And you know, like usually right. I, I put canned goods usually inside the the, the pantry here at the house. But I, when during last year I definitely got some canned food. <laughs> so we were getting crazy about the food. Right. Yeah. You know, so I always try to have a certain supply of canned food here regardless. Yeah, that's a great idea. And that's, that's a uh, yeah. really good about um good tip about Home Depot and some of the hardware stores putting together events like that. Um there was certainly lots of information out there whether it was on websites or through apps that uh, offered this kind of information. So I think I can't uh I wasn't going to pick another one, but I am going to say um that 
one of the other episodes that really stands out for me was our episode at the beginning of this year on consent and boundaries. Not only was that our first episode with with a guest, but it oh, I forgot about that was one. also you know a very important subject and it was <laughs> it was very hard to to even wrap that show up. I I would have loved to have let that show go on forever because we did get such good information from that. Um, It was very important to things going on at the time. And it's still important as those, some of those things we talked about continue to go on uh, or are still prevalent in the community and in the news. And it's something that I think people are becoming more and more aware of uh, in general, is thinking more about how consent and boundaries are violated on a daily basis and what we can do to change that. You know, actually, Leslie, you bring up a good thought there. Since that episode, and even since, I guess, the beginning of the pandemic, um, with my job as a server in the dark, I have to touch people to you know, help them. And I have found especially over the last year that I'm more aware of people's bubbles and boundaries. And I'm always asking people, are you okay if I come and grab your right hand? Mm -hmm. Are you okay if I grab your hands to guide you? You know, because I typically will walk backwards if I'm guiding people around the dining room, you know, so I'm running into things before they do. If I'm running into things, <laughs> sure, uh, because the dining room is completely dark. But I've become, especially even since that episode, I've made I've made more of an effort to ask if I can touch people's hands to help them, mm-hmm. or how can I help people? You know, different things like that. So if that was a very great episode. I quite enjoyed that one. I, mean, I like the concepts. Like I do that when I, especially when I teach my women self defense class, is to keep a distance. Uh, sometimes there's women that are in the class that may have had some type of traumatic situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd be mindful of that. But then I think also because I worked at you know as I mentioned before, I work you know, weekends at the bar, and it's a speakeasy style bar. And the when we do have young ladies working there behind the bar, one the bar is very small. The the uh, behind the bar is very small, and um. They usually the way that they have to dress is kind of like um, scantily clad uniforms, pretty much a cigarette girl outfit. So it's pretty much a singlet with the right. Carla and a bow tie on it and the fishnets mm-hmm. for them. Right. So you, we're, after passing by each other and we have very narrow areas, the three of us, you know, um, you do get kind of close. So, you know, we just put hands on each other, but we kind of, it's we kind of accepted that, but we also was like, you know, um, I guess we formed some type of level of consent, you know, but it was weird. It's just very weird. And then one guy's like, asked me last night, he goes, how do you work, you know, back there with, you know, girl dressed like that? I go, I don't even think about it. <laughs> right. I, I got drinks to serve. <laughs> I got, I got <laughs> exactly. no time for this, you know, but the whole thing about, you know, uh, I think consent is very important. Um, it made me think about, you know, a little off topic, but I've seen videos with uh, law enforcement officers approaching people. I always notice that when a situation goes bad, one, it's either the person was a little hostile to a police officer and they got hostile back or the police officer is hostile to the person from the get go. And usually most situations go badly when you put hands on people. 
mm-hmm. for whatever reason it may be. And lots of you see these go straight, straight put hands on individuals without any reason, real reason. Some in some cases, you know, a uh, possible threat. You know, I thought they're going to be violent. No one likes to be touched by anyone that they don't not that they do not know. Right. You know, so I think it's one of those things. I've been looking a lot on uh, de-escalation, and de-escalation is all verbal; it's not physical. And many police officers are supposed to use this. Uh, I did see a case of um, a video that happened in Texas, and I said, this makes me think about the consent thing. And the law enforcement officers involved—they did a good job. The person they stopped, you know, remained po- poised and calm and collected. And it was, you know, uh, you look like someone type of situation. Because the way he was dressed, and when he saw and finished the, the whole thing, and you know that all sorted out, it took about like you know fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Even the officer supervisor came over and thanked the guy, said we apologize and all that stuff, but not once was their hands put on anyone. Yeah, wow. You know, no violation of your personal space or consent. Mm-hmm. And the situation wound up being well because the guy knew he didn't do anything, but sometimes people don't believe you anyways. But the officer approached him in a certain way. Uh, and it was a standing. He was like, excuse me, sir. He goes, oh, may I talk to you for a moment? Mm-hmm. And I was like, we've had an incident in the area and you fit the description by your clothing. He told him um, about it. And he was like, okay, I got it. You know, if he said, you mind if I film? They were very cordial to each other. It was, it was, you know, no disrespect all the way around, but it was a really good situation that the individual that was stopped, he was actually offered, I think, some type of position with the police department. Oh, Wow. And he declined it. I guess he had military experience. I think he was, um, actually, it was uh, Army, military police, or Air Force uh, security uh, police. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said he would offer, you know, some type of training on how to de-escalate situations. So, but again, about the consent, it's usually most consent is in violation of your space by someone touching you. So, yeah, I think that, that was a good episode in regards to the fact of clarifying that. Um, okay, yeah, so I think that was a good episode. Cool. Yeah. Um, so many good episodes that we've had, and I'm really looking forward to many more to come. I do, Megan, do you have any other episodes you'd like to talk about or any final thoughts? Not really, but I would love to hear from our audience what your favorite episodes are or have been. Then we can bring more similar things to you, lovely people, <laughs> if we know what you like. So definitely. All right. Well, uh, in that case, I think we will wrap things up for today. This be a little bit of a nice short short show than usual, but not too bad. And we will hopefully see y'all again next time. Again, you can contact us by emailing us at feedback at handsonsafety.net. Look for us on social media at hands underscore safety on Twitter and search for hands on safety podcast on Facebook. To find us and please let us know what you think what you like don't like what you'd like to see in the future we always love to hear from our fans all right everybody well you enjoy have a good day thanks yeah. for tuning in yes be safe have fun see y'all next time. make good choices make good choices <laughs> or don't or don't <laughs> <laughs> you do you <laughs> right <laughs> yolo <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh my <laughs> all right everyone see y'all next take care time. everybody bye take care bye